Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. As always, I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Anderson. Kevin, baby. Hello. What's going on? You feeling sick, buddy? A little uh, under the weather? My first appearance on this show gave me COVID. Yeah. Um, either that... Uh, that either that gave you COVID or today's guest Tom, uh, our friend Tom. How do you want to be introduced? Thomas Taffa. Tom. Oh, I already said your name. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, first edit. Well, Fourteen first. thirty seconds into the goddamn episode. Well, first of all, it was the reverse of things. I actually got COVID from Kevin. Yeah, uh, I gave it to him. Yeah, should have yeah. gave it to you. So we three were, plus our friend Greg. We were all hanging out at Tom's place. Uh, Tom, Tom is not here to promote anything. He doesn't do anything, by the way. He's, he's just wanted to be on the show. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. This isn't like a like a guest guest. It's just like my friend was like, "Can I be on your show?" And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." So you, you uh, asked me. No, he's I didn't. No, you. No, no, no. You literally said, "Can I be on the show?" You're probably forgotten at this point. Oh, okay. but you said you wanted to be on the show. Oh, I then asked you because you had already asked me, "Are you going to come on this week?" Well, I'm thoroughly confused. Tom definitely asked me to be on the show, so I, I said, okay. And I figured we'd do it this week, because I didn't know if I was going to get Kevin, because Kevin has COVID. But I guess Tom also has COVID. So yeah, it was really yeah, a no-win situation this week. Yeah, I, I, really. You got us both now, at least. You know, yeah. That's pretty cool. We should do a roundtable episode with like okay. as many of the people we have had on the show already. Uh-huh. And discuss what? just the absolute chaos that would bring there'd be like nine people in here yeah uh, yeah well, I, I i've always wanted to like have a setup where i would record everybody on discord and like every 30 minutes i could just like have that recording and go through it but we're not quite there yet considering my computer can't even run any recording software or any streaming software at the moment um you were so- oh yeah uh do you remember tom there was a bit i think i mentioned it on the show but i don't remember it now where i was talking about like giving you a segment on the show what was the segment called oh at this point i definitely do not remember i'm sorry it was some variation of like the the peter griffin thing of like grinds my gears oh I think. but I, I don't remember exactly what it was i think it was for something stupid like related to movies or video games so it, it, Probably, it, it, I think it was just you. I was just like, whatever you're mad about. <laughs> I think is what I told you. Is whatever you're mad about. Like it's just like a like a five minute segment on my show. Yeah, you know, what? there's always something that pisses me off every week. But uh-huh. Like, just I'm not sure what. What's I, pissing I guess, you off this week? Gee, I, keep, I keep it. Uh, oh, okay. I was gonna say keep it. Um, Kid Michael show friendly. Half the week I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I was just between lying down and just like losing half the day by being asleep and mm-hmm. being asleep was miserable because if, when you have covid you just feel so heavy it's awful mm-hmm. bro i woke up every night this week at like three o'clock in the morning sweating more than i have ever sweat before in my life i'm oh, oh, go ahead. i'm pretty sure i had covid uh like at the very beginning but i tested negative but like everyone else in my house had covid and i was sick so, like, okay, so I, I've heard a lot of people say that, and my opinion is, if you can say the phrase, I think I had COVID, you did not. Well, I mean, I probably had a mild case of it. I mean, maybe. But, like, my dad's not sick. Jesus, yeah. man, we live in the same room. I, but, I, but I, I was there. sick. My dad has it's a just... bad cough right now, but I think that's just due to the seasonal allergies. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you were sick before you got COVID. Yeah. No, no, Tom. He, like, when we were there, he was sick. And then it uh, it got worse. Yeah. Yeah, from there. Well, it was because of the, like, from, what, Wednesday to Thursday. So who gave who COVID? I gave Tom COVID. We're sure about that. 100%. But I was sick. Why? How are we sure about that? My girlfriend gave me COVID. I saw Tom. He tested positive for COVID. It's okay. I can trace this all the way back at this point. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that my symptoms, like the worst of it happened for me over the weekend. For you, it happened over this week. Like last Friday to what was it? Last Sunday. It was just I 
went to bed. I woke up seven hours later. I tried to get on my computer to do something, and then I couldn't. And then I would go back to bed for another seven hours. And then mm-hmm. in between, I would just drink as much pee as I could. All right, we should... Oh, tea. Yeah. <laughs> pee. Yes, yes. Any warm liquid, <laughs> honestly. If that was like what you had to do for COVID, you got to drink as much pee as you can, as you can uh, stomach. After how bad those first two days was, if someone in a lab coat, profession notwithstanding, told me that uh, drinking pee would cure COVID, I would do it. No, yeah. Would honestly, you drink pee to cure COVID, Tom? I was so miserable. I could not do anything. Yes, I probably would. It was so awful. <laughs> I once, I guess. So if you want Kid Michael to drink your pee, send it to P.O. Box. <laughs> uh, we should probably uh, get into some movie talk because I did go to the movies uh, with former co-host Adam Ali. We went to the Alamo Draft House. You guys ever been there? I've heard of it. I've never been. Uh, Tom, you I, I, been might have been, I might have been a long time ago. It's like a, a bar restaurant. Theater. They're fucking oh, sick. Okay. Definitely yeah. not, but that sounds sick. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> we went to see Avatar, the re-release, which Adam had never seen. I saw when it did come out in IMAX, and that was... I mean, oh, I can't tell sick. you anything that happened in the movie, but it was a sick 3D. Like, Imagine yeah, every... No. It's so cool. Yeah, dude. In 3D, that movie is like... So, like, I, I talked about this like in my letterbox review, but... Um, there's a, there's an interview with James Cameron where he where they're talking about how, uh, like why the 3D television failed because remember 3D TVs came out after Avatar. Yes, and like no one no one has them now. Um, I didn't even know there was a thing. Yeah, I had a friend who had one, and he said that it failed because not everyone is a movie nerd like him. Oh, I do remember the, the oh wow, and, and like. I in reality, what he probably meant was like it's the consumer's fault that yes. 3D failed. Uh, but he's like right in a way he didn't probably intend, which is that I think 3D failed because literally no one has ever implemented 3D um, as effectively as he did in Avatar. Isn't implementing 3D also kind of expensive? Yeah, so but like, I, for people a TV forget. Show? No, but I mean, like I'm I'm talking about like. Like you, you would get it. You would get a 3D TV to watch 3D Blu-rays, pretty oh. much. Like you uh. could watch TV in 3D, but like the the point was usually to watch like 3D Blu-rays, like Avatar. How did but the how problem did like 3D television translate? If it was, well, you know, like let's say I wanted to watch Lost, if anybody remembers that at this point. Oh, it worked like a normal TV as well. Yeah, it could. And also, there was a mode. Um, I don't know if all 3D TVs did this, but this, there was a PlayStation branded TV that was 3D that did this, which was if you were playing PS3, uh, you could set the glasses to like a different screen so you could play split screen with one screen. I think I remember that. That was a really cool feature. Yeah. That, um, a, that, that almost pre- was a predecessor to the Wii U in a way. I guess. Uh, well, um, I, yeah. Uh... But what was I saying? Right. So, like, I think, it, like, people forget that, like, right after Avatar, like, everything was 3D for a while. Like, Captain, the first Captain America and Thor movie were both made for 3D. It, and that's, like, the second time that's happened. Because when, like, the first bout of 3D, everything went 3D, and then that's how we got, like, Jaws 3D. Yeah. And it, ooh. <laughs> um, we had, we, we had 3D before, like color was even standard like creature from the black lagoon was 3d was that red blue 3d red, blue 3d oh but um anyway uh my point is is that like every other movie that does 3d does it as a gimmick in the mm-hmm. sense of like throw something out at the screen and it's like ooh, it's coming out of the screen and that gets really old and stupid really fast yes there's if you'll you'll see in both captain america and thor there's like shots of like either the hammer or the shield flying at the screen um but the reason it works in Avatar is because he thinks of 3D more like an inward thing. Like he he draws out the illustrated depth with of a the shot. Effect, yeah, right? like like every shot is like it's either a hallway or it's like a layered crowd. Like he always makes it so that there's a path for your eye to go backwards. Would you say that 
uh, with the 3D effect, every frame was worth a picture. What? Like, if you could take a picture of it, like, it would make a good, like... I, I mean, I guess, yeah. But I, it, I, it's I a think corny point, way of putting them. <laughs> um, the, the, what were you saying? I was at the point is more that he used it to add depth yeah. instead of just having it, like, flash in front of you. He used it to add depth, and he would, <laughs> like, he would have, like, certain things come at the screen, but so subtly that it did not, did not interrupt the film. And you might not even notice that something came at the screen at the time. And there were also there's so many little things like, um, like all the futuristic holographic like monitors on the on the computers in that movie are both like they're curved and they're also on rotating uh, seats. So as you're watching, it's like going like there's something in the movie that makes the 3D more impressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then there's also like it'll be like like butter like uh, flies or something lightning bugs in the in the foreground and that'll be the thing that's coming outwards like particle effects. Uh, so yeah, that it's a gorgeous movie. Um, even if like the writing's not great, I don't think it needs to be that great because the movie like holds up with its innovation. Um, there, what was I gonna say? There was one like error with the 3D that I thought was really funny that I noticed when I was watching it. Which is like I don't know how implementing 3D works, um, but I, I get I guess there there has to be to some degree some sort of AI based element to it, like you're inputting to a computer like make this 3D and it does it like, for Avatar, I'm, yeah, probably, yeah. Right? It, but there's a scene where he's looking at photographs in the movie, and I guess like like in the process of making everything 3D, the photographs are three dimensional. <laughs> That's why I was like, what the fuck <laughs> like, it took me out for a sec like, you can see through the photos I thought that was really funny <laughs> printable dioramas yeah I mean maybe they intended it to be like futuristic photos but honestly I, I didn't think that was what they were trying to do I think it just came out 3D by accident How, but like that is really funny that in a movie that features like flying reptiles and blue people the 3D photo is where your brain is like nope not possible yeah, yeah, I, I, that is where I, I put my foot down. <laughs> that's where that's the hard line we're taking today. Uh huh. Um, at the end of every showing of this re-release of Avatar, they've been um, they've been uh, showing a clip, like a randomized clip of the new film that's coming out. I've heard rumors that the clip you get is based on the aspect ratio or the screen quality you see the movie in. Like kind of to reward people for spending more money on a, like a better screen, huh. um, but I I got a scene with like a, like a little blue kid and a whale. Cool. Uh, d- dude, like the the progress from the first movie, to the second one, visual effects is fucking insane. Which is surprising because wasn't that like a lot of people were saying after Avatar they were kind of like, well, what do you do next? Yeah, and but. But they also said that when the Dreamcast came out. So it's yeah, like... exactly. Like we have said that so many times. Just in the last like fifty years, uh-huh. I feel like it's pretty obvious that we can keep going. I, I want to see Avatar too, like badly. Yeah, oh, but for like sure. for some reason, CGI in that in the new movie on close-up shots is like photo real. Like, ev- like there was a shot where it's like so close to the whale, or it's just showing like its lungs as it's breathing. And I was like, that's just a fucking real thing that I'm looking at. That's not even, like, that's not CG. It, it was insane. That's going to be the next reveal is that he actually just, uh, like, genetically altered a bunch of animals and just filmed it in real yeah. life. <laughs> I will also say, uh, by the way, I feel like we all owe James Cameron an apology. Um, because everyone fucking made fun of Unobtainium when that movie came out. And it, it like, it's stupid. But I found out recently he didn't make it up. <laughs> like yeah, so that sounds I, like some scientists would. It's do. a real term, so it, it's back from the fifties. Like uh, engineers or physicists or whatever would use unobtainium as a placeholder label for theoretical elements or substances. So he used it in the movie as a the as a theoretical thing. substance because it doesn't actually exist. It's only in the movie, so it's actually kind of clever. But in the movie, it does exist. Right, but to the audience, it doesn't. 
then why not make up a name for them? Hey, I just think, look, it's that it, I think when you put it in that context, it's nowhere near as stupid as people thought it was. People thought he just came up with that. But I, I, I don't know. It seems like a hat on a hat sort of situation. I come at it from a different direction, which is that does make the movie seem slightly less stupid, but it also just reinforces that real people are really stupid. Like, if we use that term. I feel like he should have just thought of some sort of name at that point, and nobody would have batted an eye or brought attention to it, you know? You could have just called it, like, Mithril. Or, like, Coltine, or whatever. I don't know. Wait, like, the Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I don't <clears throat> I don't think legally he'd be able to do that. Well, but... no, yeah. But I meant use a made-up metal from, like... I don't know. Now that I know. Now that I know the backstory, I'm, I'm satisfied with unobtainium. I don't. I don't hate oh, it anymore. Could have gone on name generator. Uh, <laughs> I made a tweet character. the other day that nobody liked, and it made me sad because I thought it was a banger. But let me pull it up just so I can read it accurately. I said, uh, "Drilling under Pandora, world of Avatar at Disney's Animal Kingdom in pursuit of unobtainium." Oh, yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, good movie. Go see it in 3D if you haven't yet. Uh, if you if you missed it the first time, definitely see it in 3D. Uh, or if you're like, man, is that movie as good as I remember? Watch it in 3D and you'll remember why you thought it was fucking awesome. You know, it's funny. I I had watched the movie for the first time a lot when it first released in IMAX, and then for some reason, when I I guess for at one point for one birthday, I got an iTunes gift card. I bought the avatar movie and i watched it all the time on my ipod the way it was intended to be seen wait yeah. you, you watch it all the time and you still don't remember anything about it yeah um it's it's, it's just such an unremarkable unremar- plot if i'm gonna be honest yeah but you know what's w- weird is that i think i was talking to my friend about this if you go to a, like an alternate universe where there is no empire strikes back wouldn't you kind of say the same thing about star wars Having an unremarkable plot? I don't know. Yeah. It's, I guess, but... Saving a, saving the princess, destroying the bad guys, it's like... I, th- I think the difference is Star Wars ripped off, like, a genre of movie that wasn't super popular in America yet, and Avatar ripped off a genre of movie that was, like, distinctly American. Hmm. The Cowboys and Indians thing, like that's just. Yeah. Also, we were kind of getting to the point when Avatar released, where we were kind of like, maybe we don't do that. But at least they made the the Cowboys the bad guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. What What did they make rip Star Wars off of then? Uh, <coughs> Bushido like, films. Uh, oh right, um, Bushido. The, what the fuck's the guy's name? Kurosawa. Oh yeah, Kurosawa. Yeah. The, what's the What's the specific movie everyone says that that movie rips from? Something Fortress. Let me look it up. Wasn't Star Wars supposed to be like this hybrid of Western and Eastern ideas? Uh, no, they he just took and put it in space. That's okay. really it. I mean, you, you have an i you have a like you're sort of on the like right track there. Hold on, let me just look up the name of this movie. The Hidden know. Fortress. The Hidden Fortress. I think that's the one they say Star Wars is ripped from. But um, I mean, the 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 Western and the samurai film. I almost said the Eastern. <laughs> the western and the east. um the like they um i forget exactly how it works but it's like there's a period of I- i'm gonna get this wrong just because i haven't like researched it in a while but i'm giving you the basic gist of like the western uh samurai thing i think the order is westerns become popular in america um Samurai, uh, samurai movies become popular in Japan. The Western dies in America. Italy creates the spaghetti Western, uh, which is, which I know what spaghetti Western. Is. Yeah, which no, I'm not explaining what it is. I'm just saying it's, it's a spaghetti Western means um, a Western filmed in Italy. Oh, that's it. Actually, no, it made by Italians filmed in Spain, made to look like Mexico. That Italy, like, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, that movie's in Italian. It's just dubbed. Huh. Yeah. Uh, that's not that's not Clint Eastwood's voice. Um, 
but uh, the Spaghetti Western then take... I, I think the Spaghetti Western takes a bunch... Yeah, the Spaghetti Western takes a bunch from Samurai movies to the point where a lot of Spaghetti Westerns are straight-up remakes of Samurai movies. Like, A Fistful of Dollars is just a remake of Yojimbo. Uh, and then the Spaghetti Western comes back to America... And America makes a new wave of, of – why was I going to say genders? A new wave <laughs> – I, I almost said that. Uh, America has a new wave of Westerns uh, that resemble samurai films. So there's kind of a, like a clusterfuck of genres. Like they, they, they feed into each other. Should we just pause? So yeah, westerns and and uh, samurai films kind of got freaky with each other. And then they made Star Wars. And then they made Star Wars. Um, That's how the most recognizable IP on the planet came to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at like the set of a western or a spaghetti western, rather, and a samurai film, it's literally identical in the sense that like nine times out of ten. It is a town with a road in the middle and a big building at the end. Yeah, yep. pretty much. And it's always ending at high noon. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's what I watched. Did I watch anything else? Let me ch- check since we last recorded. We didn't really talk about movies last time. Did you watch anything, Tom? As of recently, no. Uh, well, actually, no. I started watching Edge Runners. What's that? Um, it's an anime based off of what I guess supposed to happen originally in Cyberpunk. Like it's a set of characters and what's happened in that universe. Is it like affiliated with CG Project Red or Yeah, they yeah, yeah. it is. It's big right now on Twitter. Everybody's just memeing and just enjoying it, but it's only ten episodes and I'm just so lazy when it comes to watching it. I don't know. I guess I've Shit, sorry. Procrastinating other things, namely studying. Oh, it's a Netflix thing? Yep. Can't wait for that to be cancelled in a few seasons. I think um, it's just a one season thing. At least Yep. Because I kinda know how it ends. They they make it seem like it's going to be just this. <laughs> is um what's is what's his name's character in it? Um Oh no, um Reeves. This really, it's weird, because you know Cyberpunk, the tabletop game, and the books and all that stuff, right? Uh It's really just happening in the same universe with a couple crossover characters, but no, there's no, like... The reason I ask is just because the protagonist is clearly wearing the same outfit as, like, the the cover art for Cyberpunk. No. Yeah. protagonist for Edtroners, it's a yellow jacket. Isn't that what it is in Cyberpunk? No, no, the main character wears like a leather jam- jacket yeah. with samurai on it. Biker outfit almost. Yeah, a biker jacket essentially. Plus, oh. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the same kind of jacket. That's why I mixed it. Yeah, it's it's just not the uh, yeah. Actually, I think the edge runner's jacket is supposed to be like an EMT jacket. Also, uh, that's why it's bright yellow. Johnny Silverhand was alive. What forty? He's, like, alive 40, 50 years ago in the games. Yeah. Yeah, this happens, like, just before the beginning of 2077. I, n- I never played 2077. Um, but, I don't know. I, I, I Nothing aesthetically ever wowed me that much in that game. Which is kind of the whole point of Cyberpunk, right? Is, to, is like, the, the visuals. I think it's visually a, visually a great game. Yeah, I, I think it has a good visual and art direction. It's just the problem is is that it's not consistently smooth enough to you know have all that because I think the way how the game is supposed to be, I think it's actually supposed to be like a visual experience first and then a game second because the best parts of the game are when you are like talking to other characters and just hearing uh, other stories play out and just looking at the environment and figuring out what happened there. Are we getting another Cyberpunk game? Like, is it announced? Uh, well, uh, they announced the DLC, and there will definitely be a 2078 somewhere down the line. Which I hope not. I hope they keep working on the current game. 
but I, I mean, they they really want they really want the game to be like if walking around you can hear all the pedestrians on the street, the vendors, you can hear bottles like pat uh, rolling by as you kick them. Phantom walk, Liberty like, is the everything. DLC. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm gonna look at this. Um. Yeah, I mean, eventually they have to make it. They they said they're only doing one DLC, right? Yeah. I mean, if the first expansion is good, they might continue, but... I feel like it's going to be a situation like with uh, Tears of the Kingdom, where they were, they're good. they might, but I feel like it'll just turn into a new game no matter what. Because they did that with The Witcher 3, where they released two DLCs that were basically whole new games. And now it's been, like, what, eight years? This DLC trailer looks a lot prettier than I remember the base game looking. But maybe that's just because I saw it playing on all your guys' hardware. Well, yeah, there's also probably that. Yeah, they're probably, you know, trying to uh, market it with the best hardware they can for the trailer. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised they survived the, the backlash of that game, honestly. I think the backlash was, one, warranted, and two... Just like every internet backlash, it was wildly overblown. Mm-hmm. Like the game on release, uh, unless you were playing on like PS4 and Xbox One, the game was just playable. Like it wasn't perfect, it wasn't smooth, but it was playable. At this point now, the game is much smoother, and a lot of its you know RPG aspects are better now. I've doubled my computer's uh, power output essentially for since I played it for the first time, well, which was really funny because I basically locked myself in a, in a dark room to play that game for the first time. And I came out very similar to that, uh, that scene from community with Donald Glover, and the pizzas. Cause I was uh, like, that was a great game. Yeah, I know. Good segue right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had more to say about cyberpunk, but the community movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I saw that. Dude. Okay. Okay, they haven't announced Donald Glover coming back, but he fucking has to. Um, and I don't care if his character is dead, bring back Chevy. I, yeah, because, like, continuity in that show doesn't, like... It does. It matters, but you can break it with wacky shit. Yeah, you I'll, just like, be a you ghost. Just have, oh, no, I, I was gonna say, he faked his death. That, too. I, I think that's that's a... I haven't... I haven't watched all of Community, but like I have a strange feeling that Donald Glover might not want to go back on just because he's trying so hard to be taken seriously as a well, rapper. Well, he committed um, earlier to 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 doing it. Like he was like, if there's going to be a Community movie, I'll do it. Like he oh. he said that on camera. That's um, awesome. And I mean, he he's he, he's not completely like in his rap career because he's. I mean, he has an album coming. But he's also, finishing yeah. up Atlanta, right? Yeah, That's ending. Saying, that. He's supposedly going to be involved in the Lando show if it ever happens. Um, and he has like a multi-million dollar deal, a producing deal with uh, Amazon, which is also probably up in the air because depending on how good Lord of the Rings does, there won't be an Amazon TV uh, department. Huh. But. Um, I think I think he comes back. I think uh, you you don't have a movie if he doesn't come back. I mean, you kind of do, but like you need him, and I think you need Chevy. Even though I, I think a lot of, like some people just wouldn't give a shit. I uh, I really think you do need both of them, but I also feel like there's no point in making the movie without them. Yeah, like just make two episodes or something and <laughs> call it a day. It's not special without them. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so fucking excited. I. Uh, I, it's it's Peacock exclusive. Yes, and that's not stopping me, which goes to show how excited I am for this movie. Is that yeah. I will I will temporarily borrow a Peacock account. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny. I already have a, a relative's uh, Peacock credentials because I watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. That is using Peacock is the worst experience. It's wild because. When when I remember when uh, Netflix first had to start worrying about I, why do I keep watching this on repeat anyway, um, <laughs> when Netflix started 
losing shit because the other streaming services were coming out. Everyone was like, uh, they're getting fucked by NBC because they're because they're going to lose Seinfeld. They're going to lose Friends. Remember that The Office? Yeah. Everyone was saying, oh, those it's going to destroy Netflix. Like that was the, the conversation about like what made streaming strong was all those three shows. And now Peacock has all the sitcoms ever, basically. It's getting community again, but not exclusively. Um, it has the entire or it should have the entire Universal Library. So like Jaws, Jurassic Park, E.T., all the monsters. It has on paper a really strong library, but I can't give a shit about Peacock. It, like it, it's so weird. They have the movies to back up having their own streaming service, but may- maybe it's just that those those movies. Um, I mean, also I can't think of a single Peacock original. That's probably a problem too. Oh, do they exist? There has to be. I I'm, I'm googling it. Well, I mean, the Community movie is going to be a Peacock original. I but I want to see what shows they made. They were going to do Battlestar Galactica. They're oh, there is, a, there is a reason you cannot remember these. So I'm going to read off the ones that come up just off of Google. Rutherford Falls. Okay. Two seasons. Uh, one of Us is Lying. One season. Intergalactic. The Lost Symbol. Girls 5 Eva. Spelled one word, girls, the number five, E-V-A. Uh-huh. <laughs> Departure. And we are lady parts. These are Peacock exclusive. Uh, according to Google. What about 2021 and done with Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart? Okay, only, I guess only one of those things are remarkable. <laughs> Notice. <laughs> Man, I used to love Kevin Hart. Really? I did. He, his stand up was funny. I never really watched his stand up. Yeah, I'm looking hey. at uh, what's He's streaming on Peacock. They got so Peacock every now and then gets Harry Potter because I guess Universal gets to stream Harry Potter every now and then because of the theme park deal. Uh, they have all of DreamWorks, I imagine, all of um, uh, Illumination. It doesn't look like they have Back to the Future. Which is weird. They have Jurassic Park 1, 2, and 3. I assume the Jurassic World movies as well. Twister. What else is here? The Northman. All of Law and Order. This like this should be doing well. Yeah. And I... scrolling through their catalog right now, the website seems to have gotten way better. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't stall and shit. Dude, Although... HBO Max is the worst fucking website. I'm trying to think of, like, who would stream Law & Order. Like, I've always felt like that was a show that if it was on, you would just tune into it. Not yeah, like, I... You wouldn't go out of your way for that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, but it's wild that the majority of Americans would. Yeah. Anyone over the age of 30 would watch all of Law & Order on repeat, like people under the age of 30 watch. Uh, okay, what the fuck is Maya the B-movie? Is this a what? spinoff of B-movie? Wait, Peacock has a psych movie? A psycho? What? No, a psych, like the the sitcom. I don't even know that sitcom. You know, psych is awesome. How do you spell that? Psych, P-S-Y-C-H. Psych 2, Lassie Come Home, is that what you're talking about? There's also Psych 3, This Is Gus. Never heard of this. It's a really good uh, TV show. What is it about? Uh, Uh, Detective... Two detectives. Duo. Oh, is one uh, of them psychic? Yeah, they're like pretending best friends to be college. Psychic. One of them is psychic, right? No. Uh, one of them is pretending to be psychic, but he's just a really good detective with, I guess, a reason he can't just be a normal detective. Hmm. I guess to stand out. I, I really thought... No, I think it's a criminal reason. Like, I think he did something, got arrested, so he can't be a detective. Are you so, sure that's how you... Because the show actually did go out of its way to provide visuals for him. He is not psychic. Okay. That's the whole plot of the show. Is essentially them trying to pretend to be psychic and not get exposed. This was on NBC? Uh, yeah, I think so. Huh. Well, it's on Peacock now, I guess. Yeah, so that, that would make me think it's on NBC. Also, weird that they went with the, the NBC branding and not the Universal branding. 
Again, it's the same thing with uh, Universal going with Universal over HBO. It just what? feels. You mean you mean Warner Brothers Universal. going over for HBO over Warner Brothers? Yeah. yeah. Discover. Sorry. Discovery. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels weird that even if one isn't doing better, it. I think of HBO as like a high class. Yeah. Like I think of Universal. The joke I made was if they finally combined. ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu, and called it ESPN Plus. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> financially, that might be not a bad idea. I don't know about that, but um, it is fucking ridiculous. They have three streaming services. Just put it all in one. The rest of the world gets one service. It will not be oh, today, but one day I will rant about sports streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of... Uh, Actually, not speaking of anything. Let's take a quick break. And we're back. Um, my last thought about Cyberpunk that I for, that I was going to say before we started going on the community rant was um, uh, it, it doesn't make sense that it's in first person to me. I, like, from a gameplay perspective of, like, shooting and shit, I guess it makes sense. But from the perspective of your customizing your character, and that's, um, like, a big part of the RPG experience. I Well, I think the initial idea was that you would be able to see your character in like cutscenes going into something but that never really was came to be i also I read somewhere that it was going to be in third person it, it definitely was supposed to at some point but they should just add a third person mode i mean that doesn't like uh what's it called did that fucking resident evil uh, 8 so i don't see why they can't well, well it's resident good. evil 8's a much smaller game i guess like, like these op- these type of open world games, they they take a lot to just function. There's just there's <clears throat> there's just a lot of problems that can just happen from the very bottom, and that's what I what happens is a lot of these open world games just end up being a buggy mess because they can't really go back and fix everything all at once. Was this game ever gonna have multiplayer? No, no, no shot. No shot. There's really no reason for it to. Well, I mean, it would be cool to be in the in a cyberpunk world with your buddies. I thought about it, like, but also I don't really think that the game is tailored for that sort of experience. What is there even? What is there to do if you're not like doing the story? Um, There's not much. (laughs) If you don't, I mean, there's at this point, I think there's plenty to do. There's a lot of side quests. There's a lot of gigs. Um, yeah oh yeah i thought you were asking like is there like mini games and other stuff like yeah, like, that? like like building an apartment or something i don't know no not really you can buy businesses you you can buy like different cribs that's about yeah. it it's, a lot of it is like money is progression in that game so a lot of it is just like gta sort of progression where you just buy like all these cars different apartments um speaking of uh house how- guns house um customization and shit did, uh, did you guys play the the house dlc for skyrim back in the day because i never played that absolutely no, did, I it, was, did it make the game better the i was so mad better. what oh i was so mad why because like growing up i loved skyrim still mm-hmm. do um and when they announced the third dlc was just gonna be like Animal Crossing? Yeah, Happy Homa. <laughs> I was so mad. I, I, I wanted it's cool. It, it's fine. It just wasn't... I got more horse armor out of it than anything. Uh, what were you saying, Tom? Um, It was like the second DLC. The last one was... Uh, no, but you, was you, I asked you if you liked it. I don't know what you said. Oh, I liked it, but it didn't really add anything to the game. It was just a place where you could have a little bit of everything. Like... You can have your own forge, your own uh, chemistry table there. Like, yeah, all, all the different types of activities how, just all in one how house. How deep was the customization? Not really. You you just ha- sort of just got materials, and then you go to a station, and then you would build, a, uh, like, decorations. You didn't really get to place them. It was pretty much identical to, like, how you could do your house anywhere you had already bought one. It's just this one was removed from major cities. Damn. And it was, like, a huge house. I mean, it's nice, but it's not really a big deal. They should uh, they should improve it for the next one. 
Well, I think the idea is for the next Elder Scrolls game, uh, they really want the player to interact with objects in the world more. Based, if we're basing off of like how they went about Fallout 4 and 76, where you could build your own ba- bases, uh, put different objects and decorate, I think there's definitely going to be a stronger case for that in Elder Scrolls 6. Like, that's going to be a very strong side feature, for sure. I forgot about Fallout 4. I own that game. I never play it. Uh-oh, Tom has some opinions on Fallout 4. We're good. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. You you don't want to talk about Fallout 4, Tom? No. <laughs> no. No, I, just, I don't. My one Fallout 4 anecdote is one of my roommates in college got it, like, the night it came out. Stayed up, basically, all night to play it. I woke up the next morning, and I was like, so you're going to keep playing it today? He goes, I beat it. What? He's like, yeah, I, I beat it. And I was like, you, are you going to like do any of the side stuff? And he goes, no, it was bad. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I, like, well, I, oh. I, I don't play... That's the only Fallout game I would probably play. Just, uh, I could not play without mods. My one, my one Fallout story is that there was like a... Like kind of a meme joke that was popular on Twitter for a while that was like, if you loved Fall, uh, Fallout New Vegas, you're uh, you're trans now or something. Like, I don't well, know. Like, oh yeah. I, I but the, the, it just coincided with Tom getting really back into Fallout New Vegas. That's <laughs> 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 why it's funny. The Fallout um, New Vegas community has the most radical shifts in ideology of any community I have ever seen. Because they went oh. from like Nazis to trans very quickly. Oh no, it's insane! Don't don't go to the New Vegas subreddit. It's bad. Why? What do they What do they talk about? It, it's always like, do you do you do you know about the Legion flag faction in the New Vegas? No. There there was one point in the subreddit where it was like sh- such a a toxic spew where. Somebody, there, there was a large enough group of people who argued, like, if you played Legion campaign even once in New Vegas, you're a Nazi. And it's, there's a difference between, you know, playing a video game and being something. I don't think any New Vegas player is going out in the streets doing that, you know? By the way, you just reminded me, wasn't there, like, a whole thing with a New Vegas DLC that, not DLC, uh, mod, mod DLC, I guess, that, like, was like a huge controversy. Okay, yeah, now this you really game. don't want him to get started on. No, we will uh, talk for three hours about I, this. I, can you just refresh my memory a little bit? Because now it's going to bother why, why I'll give you, you a video. I'll give you a video. It's it's bad. What, it's, give me the, the TLDR. What was it? There Michael, is we can't TLDR. talk about it in this podcast of how bad it is. No. Though no, there's literally no TLDR. Watch that video when we're done. <clears throat> was it was it that it was like racist or something i don't it, um i don't it's a lot of things yeah the, the pedophile there, stuff yeah the um the, the the pedophile stuff the mind break stuff the uh oh they, they put pedophile stuff in the game right yes yeah okay <laughs> The, people just didn't know that ahead of time i guess also there there was like these lizard people that you could bone and you could also bone a death claw because oh, what's wrong with that that's never been a feature even in fallout 2 which was yeah but know, like what like why is that controversial like they let you fuck a lizard michael no, I mean, like, uh, like if someone said you could fuck a lizard in real life, I'd be like, okay, no, you're taking it too far. But if someone was like, like, if they added an Argonian sex mod to Skyrim, I, I would be like, that's, it's not for me, but I, like, I'm not going to go up in arms about it. I guess the other stuff is enough to... Yeah, there's also the, the Stockholm Syndrome rape victim. Okay, yeah. The, uh, the, the 16-year-old girl who flirts with you, uh... There's also, also like this one character who is a like a female soldier, and she makes remarks about how stinky her feet are. Which, Ew! It's it's like why? What? It, <laughs> it's also three different games for some yeah, reason. It's like it's like Call of Duty at one point. Did it come out? It yeah, came out like two years ago. And they didn't take it down or anything. 
Oh, no, they did almost immediately. So you can't, like... I think you can still gonna... get your hands on it if you want to, but... I mean, I don't want to, to be clear. But, <laughs> um... Nor would I have a means of even doing that. That's really... I, I, I completely blocked that out of my memory. It just popped back in my head because we were talking about Fallout. Are they doing another Fallout game? Is that ever... <laughs> Eventually, sure. In... There's nothing announced. Nothing okay. announced right now. I'm pretty sure they have all their efforts on Elder Scrolls 6. Or rather, Starfall, right? Both of those, I yeah. I don't think that game's going to be good. It doesn't look that good to me. Like, like aesthetically, it doesn't look appealing. I, I think Bethesda overestimates how much people like their games and not just their universes. What's the name of that game? Starfield, that was it. Starfield, yeah. Because, <sighs> like, realistically gameplay wise they're the most basic game you can play but mm -hmm. the universes are interesting and people want to learn more about them and the writing is usually pretty all right <clears throat> i guess kind of it, well out the writing withstanding the writing for most bethesda games uh it ranges from like good to great to holy shit that's crazy and in a good way but it's not it's nothing like crazy or groundbreaking. It's just all really interesting to learn and, you know, figure out. Hmm. I'm wondering what they're gonna do. Like, we're not getting Starfield until what, twenty twenty four? Something like that. We had like a, a brief moment. Uh Doom twenty sixteen came out before Fallout Four, right? Fallout four came out twenty fifteen. Oh, okay. Well anyway, we had like a, a a brief moment of people just like being like they Bethesda cannot fail us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like was. the hero worship of Bethesda and it fucking like, I don't remember what it was that turned it. It was probably fallout 76, but it was I'm like four. It was, but no, because people liked doom. Yeah. But I guess most people don't attribute doom to, uh, no, yeah, people don't think of Doom as a Bethesda property, even though it is. It's made, isn't it? Wasn't it developed by ID? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I know, I don't know nothing about ID. I just know that they they appear to make the good Bethesda games. Bethesda had a real good stretch with. Okay, and I'm gonna piss a lot of people off by not including Morrowind in this, but it's like Oblivion, Fallout Three, New Vegas, Skyrim. That's a solid stretch of game. Why aren't you? putting more wind in there i don't think Whatever. enough people played it all right i mean people still play what was it. the big thing that like that that drove people away from bethesda because i don't remember anymore it, it, honestly it has to do with like their most recent fallout titles like fallout 4 people were excited about it and when they got their hands on it it was just not really fallout and you know like you had a good video game you had a good open world but it wasn't fallout in a sense and know? also like if you're just an elder scrolls fan it has been 11 years <laughs> like yeah it's, it's hard to get excited all that far was kind of ugly if i remember correctly it no, does not look good like the, the dog the hair on the dog i, I mean it's an old game I, at this point yeah i, I someone i think i i read a tweet recently like, sorry what I don't think it went for a type of, like, realistic look. There's, like, a type of, like, cartoony smoothness for the graphics of the game that I think works for it. I, the 1950 vibe, you know? I saw a tweet recently, and I don't have enough skin in the game to agree or disagree, but it was something along the lines of uh, PS4 exclusives aged the worst out of any exclusives. I don't, what were PS4 exclusive games, even? Uh, God of War... No, that game still looks great. Uh, they said the only exception is Bloodborne, that like that game is always going to be amazing. Um, yeah. But, let's see, PS4 exclusives. Death Stranding. I think um, the game looks good, I just don't think it was good. Uh, I think, I, I, my understanding was that they were referring to replayability. Oh. Um, so the two, they said the, the exceptions were Spider-Man and Bloodborne. But that let's look at some PlayStation exclusive games. See, that's funny. I love Spider-Man, one of my favorite games ever. But I have no desire to go back and play it again. Well, I mean, it 
not edit or people ever again, did, people or... did because it, the PC released it so well. You have no intention to go back to that game even once, anytime in the future. Probably not. Street Fighter Five was PS4 exclusive. Oh God, I have no fucking clue with fighting games anymore. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah, Guard of War, GT Sport. No, what that? The fuck is Concrete Genie? I don't know. I'm googling that. I did not. This this is saying Street Fighter Five was exclusive, but I don't remember that. Um. Yakuza 6. Infamous Second Son. No one remembers that. I think all Yakuza games are still Sony console exclusive. I know mm. Judgment was. I don't know if Like a Dragon was. Uh, Last of Us Remastered. Tearaway Unfolded. Ratchet and Clank. Uncharted Lost Legacy. Last of Us must be replayable considering they've just been remaking it for four years. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, Ghost of Tsushima, Detroit, Become Human, Persona 5. Now, these, most of these games sound pretty replayable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, maybe there was more like the, the ones Sony made themselves, like God of War and, and Last of Us and stuff. Is, is Last of Us that replayable? I don't know, but they keep remaking it. Um... I don't know. I, I'm not really a big fan of those super uh, storytelling games. <clears throat> Which kind of contradicts what I said earlier when I said Cyberpunk feels like more of a storytelling thing before a game. What did well, you it tell is. me now? Oh, that was just something else. Okay. okay um, so I'm not wrong. But uh, what were we talking about? PS4. We were talking about Fallout. Uh, do people still play 76? Uh, there are people who do. It's actually a good question. Let me check the Steam charts for that game. I think it I think it has a good player base, so at least over like 10k still. <clears throat> at this point, the is game it, is it free on Games Pass? Probably. I still Games, don't think I would play it. Games Pass is such like a like how the fuck is this even possible? I you I know? I do not know. I'm pretty sure it's a loss leader, right? It has to be. Yeah, like they can't be making money off of Games Pass. It's not like a gym membership where if you don't use it and you still get charged, like uh, even if you don't play the games, you're still only paying like what is it, eight dollars now? It's eight dollars a month. Something like that. That's amazing. <laughs> Let me check it. My going up. How much is Games Pass? It's ten dollars a month, which is still psychotically good why don't you guys have that uh because most of the games pass versions of games run like shit uh. <laughs> yeah um they're not really also i'm not really interested in all those games usually for me i just sit down with one game and i play that for like a month or two do they play shit on pc or do you like does native xbox I have no idea. I don't own an Xbox, but on PC they 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 do not run well. <clears throat> I download Games Pass once every couple of months when I get a real craving to play like Madden or something. Madden is on Games Pass. Yep. Doesn't EA have its own thing? Uh, you get the EA thing through, through Games, Games Pass, Pass, which is again huh. psychotic. This, is, is Games Pass a rotating thing, or is it like if you're on there, you're yes. on there? Uh, well, some games yeah. rotate, um, like in and out, because they usually have a big thing that's there that's like uh, leaving soon. Mm -hmm. So you get new stuff in, oh new stuff out. Fuck. Jesus fucking Christ! What's what's up, Tom? I'm I'm like. In the background, I'm set, setting up my uh, first exam for the CompTIA thing, and it's like $246 just to book for, an wait, appointment. for what? It's, it's like $200 just to book my first exam, just to be able to take it. What's CompTIA? It's a tech certificate sort of um, deal. Hmm. 
basically you go in, take this exam, and well, if you pass it, it's you get a certificate that proves that you have a good understanding of like this amount of tech. It's mm-hmm. it's really good. It's really fundamental to get a job. So it, it helps you a lot for to get a job, and it what you learn from it is a really good experience. But it costs like a lot of money. Yeah, it's two hundred dollars every time I want to take an exam. Damn, you better pass. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I just went on Games Pass just to see like what's on it, and one of the first things that comes up is Paw Patrol Grand Prix. What? I don't know why they're advertising that. I mean, they. Have I don't know. Do you think, do you think kids game? play? Do kids play Games Pass? I don't know. No, but kids' parents probably have it and then can just throw that on there and be like, here, play this without seeing anything terrible. They have a a Super Pets game. I I think kids should just be given a Switch and then they'll be fine. There's a lot of good kids' games on the Switch. I've I've heard mixed things about this Disney Dreamlight Valley game. Have you guys heard about this? I I saw it. I, I saw it. Ahead, I don't sorry. get it. Like, isn't yeah. it just kind of like a walk around Disney areas? Well, it's, I think, but the, the I, thing that that has a ten out of ten, 10 out of ten on Steam. Uh, but I think the thing that like really confuses me about any kind of discourse about the game is like it's made by the guys that made every mobile game in like 2011, GameLoft. Holy shit! Blast oh, from the God. past. Yeah. Good. I'm Jesus glad to see them Christ. doing well. Hold on. I didn't even. I didn't even know they made console stuff. Let me see their logo. Oh my god. Um, I don't understand anything about that game either. I think it's supposed to be a nice VR experience, and that's not bad. But I don't know. I really don't like their uh, website. I just went on GameLoft's website. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know how like they would affect this, but like the mouse sensitivity on this website, everything moves. It's very disorienting. Let me oh, see sure. Let me see. Yeah, even if if you Google GameLoft, their website even uh, advertises itself as the number one mobile video game developer. <laughs> yeah. Wow they they look like they're doing good. Do you see what I'm talking about, the mouse thing, though? No. Uh, It's also because I'm on a Mac, and so there's no button for scrolling. It's just me, like, touching the mouse. uh, Oh. We we are. So, like, like, I'm trying to scroll up and down, and it's, like, taking every little sensitive thing and, like, going side to side, and it's, like, kind of making me nauseous. It it really is insane how much money mobile games make. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... I, I, there's already a lot of money over here, but like over in like China, Japan, the mobile game just makes so much money. It's insane. Korea, Korea. Game Loft console games. Wake your Disney's Dreamlight right. Valley, Asphalt Nine Legends, Amazing Spider-Man Two. <laughs> yep. Uh, no way they made Avatar the game. I think that game was all right. Uh, I don't know how good it was, but oh yeah, no Ubisoft Game Loft, Ubisoft Montreal. Um, I don't know how good it was. I just know that um, I like it wasn't a, a cash grab in the sense that like I think James Cameron like did oversight on that game. Like he wanted a, like a multimedia experience. He wanted Avatar to be a multimedia experience and the game to be a part of that. There was there's so much effort on his end, and mm-hmm. nobody remembers the story for that movie. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, it's still an amazing visual experience, one of the best. But I I don't even remember the the main character's name. It's Jake Sully. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's just a human name. Like, what is he gonna do? Like, it's not like Star Wars where everyone's like Figor Bib Bob. Like, <laughs> Glove shit <laughs> Also, too, I, feel too like, hot I feel too. like most people remember Natiri, right? No. <laughs> no. That, that like, <clears throat> Michael, you have to realize that to the average person, Avatar was a pretty movie 15 years ago. 
You know, like, not much about that movie is remembered beyond that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a bad movie. By all means, it's not a bad movie. It's just that... I'm well, so fucking hyped for also... The Way of Water, though. The, the, the Iron wasn't, you know, struck well as it was hot. We haven't had a sequel Avatar movie until, what, another two years? No, this Christmas. This Christmas? Yeah. Oh. There you go. Okay. A little nice surprise for you, Tom. You get to watch another Avatar movie this Christmas. <laughs> hey, Tom. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um yeah and then uh but avatar the ubisoft avatar game got delayed they're making a new avatar game yeah no, okay so they're definitely trying to make i mean it's definitely doable but i i don't know i feel like the second movie has to have like a good story and you know, something of note besides well, being a the, visual, like, roller coaster, you know? The the first movie's whole thing was uh, the innovation in both 3D and, uh, what's the other thing, motion capture. But I heard that the reason the second movie took so long, uh, and, like, the, the thing that's going to be mind-blowing about it, and I did see some of this in the clip that I saw, and, like, it, it does pay off, is that they've advanced uh, underwater photography and... Uh, underwater motion capture it's like an insane degree so like like, a lot of the film is underwater oh uh, and it doesn't look like any kind of underwater footage you've ever seen in your life I mean I'm already interested on the movie based on like you told me this whale Mm -hmm. the the short portion that you saw you told me of this whale and I'm (laughs) (laughs) sorry well I mean like the fact that they have this fictional creature and they make it so believable Uh like that that's interesting to me just like anytime you take something fictitious you just make it almost reality that's i don't know Mm -hmm. i feel like avatar has a lot of lore potential just from its like tribal mythology alone it does it does it's just i i think i think if the first movie had a much more stronger effort instead of just being you know um a benchmark and uh, it's a, a tech a, a demo visual. yeah it's supposed to be i think if it was supposed to you know had its effort as like oh it's a really good movie first and also it's a tech demo second there would definitely be much more of a stronger impression. i remember a little while after avatar came out uh james cameron's in an interview or something that like any movie he ever wants to make for the rest of his life he could just make in pandora like that like he was saying that like the avatar could be anything and I just remember him being like, man, Avatar Taxi Driver is going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, this is looking at the mirror. You talking to me? I can't remember if I made that joke or if I stole it. So if, if that sounds familiar, don't don't, don't shoot me. Like, I, I, it's just so far back in my memory. That was He said that a long fucking time ago. But, um, but yeah, it's just like, I, like, I don't know that you could tell any story on Pandora. Certainly... It seems like you can only tell one. It seems like the world was created with that type of story in mind. <laughs> uh huh. Isn't Pandora a real moon? Uh, isn't, it, isn't it Jupiter's moon? Well, I mean, yeah. Oh. Doesn't Jupiter have like eighty? <laughs> yep. Uh, All right. Um, what was I just talking about? Avatar. Uh, oh yeah, is Pandora a real? Yeah, it looks like Pandora is a real place. Does not look that pretty. It looks kind of like a piece of the Earth Moon. Let me get a look on this. Is it supposed? Is is Pandora real? All right. Well, not the jewelry shop. It's really hard to avoid the planet from Avatar and the jewelry shop, and also the Greek goddess. Okay, so the movie is set on a fictional Pandora, one of the many moons of a fictional Saturn-sized gas giant, Polyphemus. Oh, so Pandora is a, is a moon. Yeah, but there's also a real Pandora moon. Yeah. I which is, right. uh... Yeah. What, what pl- Saturn. Oh. Yes, I wanted to know what Pandora was the goddess of, and instead I have received artists Pandora on wasn't Pandora. a goddess. Pandora was a, a mortal that opened the box, remember? No, that's why I was Googling it. You don't know the story of Pandora's box? I'm sure I did, but 
It's yeah. it's like the Greek I, version of the original Sin story where like they're like don't open this box and then she opened it and like everything bad about the human condition came out. Oh good. <laughs> they were like, "Why'd you open the box? Yeah, like, so, why'd so you do that?" So realistically, Pandora is the reason living is fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, yeah, I love Sin. What? Hold on, what came out? I don't think it was fun stuff that came out of Pandora's box. What came out of Pandora's box? Uh. Disease, war, vice, toil. I heard vice. The necessity to work for the necessity to work for sustenance. She literally opened capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kinda. (laughs) Thanks, Pandora. (laughs) Thanks, Obama. Wait, wait, this is even better. She opened the jar from which the evils flew out over the earth. Hope alone remained inside. Yeah, that was the thing. Until no, but I do remember that the last thing that comes out of the box is hope. Pandora, you gotta give me that hope. That's not. This is a horrible. Horrible. That one might. uh, No, I'm leaving it in. There was a tweet, I can't remember who wrote it, that it, it was just like gay Obama voice. Uh, let me be queer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, we should wrap up right here. Because I'm, I'm very hungry. What's let's end, let's on end on let me be queer. Yeah, I like it. Did I ever mention that I was on a diet on this show? Because I'm fucking no, starving constantly. Uh, what have you eaten today, Michael? I ate uh, diet toast with eggs for breakfast and diet toast with Smart Balance for lunch. Again? Yeah. What the fuck I mean, is diet toast? I don't know, but I'm eating it. But it's, but it's just bad for you, generally speaking. You're no, this so this diet. toast is, is, is built different. Uh, no, it's like wheat. I don't know. I'm fucking starving. Anyway, I hope so. Uh, Tom, do you want to plug something? Um, I don't got anything to plug right now. I, I explained earlier, my computer can't let me make content. Well, what's something you like that you want to promote? Um, free speech. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, free speech. Be on the lookout for that. <laughs> <laughs> It drops next week. <laughs> it drops. Get it while it's hot, I guess. While it's still out there. Uh, Tom, thanks for coming on. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. As always, I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Anderson, and uh, special guest, Thomas Taffa. You can follow the show on Instagram at It's Kid Michael and on Twitter at It's Kid Michael. Uh, this theme, theme song was written and performed by Matthew Rosenthal. And this episode-